بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد وإن عياذ بن حمار رضي الله تعالى نقال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله أوحى إلي أن تواضعوا حتى لا يفخر أحد على أحد ولا يبغي أحد على أحد رواه مسلم The narrator of this hadith is a sahabi by the name of Iyad bin Himar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Even prior to Islam, during the days of ignorance, he was a friend of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Later on, he came to accept Islam. And ulama say that there are approximately 30 ahadith narrated by the sahabi Iyad bin Himar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Just to recap, this particular hadith is in the chapter which deals with tawadu' that is humility and adopting leniency, lowering one's wings, etc. in interacting with fellow Muslims. He narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent wahi revelation upon me. As we mentioned many times before, that when the subject matter of a hadith is very, is extremely important, then Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi sometimes in presenting that subject matter would adopt different means from what the normal practice was. Sahabi normally would say, I saw Nabi sallallahu alayhi doing something or I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi doing something. But like the hadith of Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma, he says that أَخَذَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ بِمَنْ كِبَيَّةِ He said one day Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam caught hold of me by my shoulders. He shook me. And then he told me something. So obviously from that practice of Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to shake him by his shoulders, from this we learn that what I am about to tell you is very, very important. Allah's Rasul sallallahu was sahibi wahi. He used to receive revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and everything that he said conformed to that revelation. In fact, Allah ta'ala says, وَمَا يَنْتِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيُ يُوحَىٰ That Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa does not speak, tell you anything of his own desires. Nothing is from him. In Whatever he says to you is wahi, it's a revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he was sahib wahi, he was receiving everything that he said conformed to revelation to wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it was not necessary for Nabi Salaam to say in this particular context that Allah sent wahi to me. It's understood he is the Nabi of Allah. Whatever he is saying is from wahi, it's from revelation. Yet Iyad bin Himar says that Rasulullah said, Inna Allah awha ilayya. That verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send wahi, send revelation upon me. Now why say this when it is already understood? As we mentioned, this is again a procedure or a means that Nabi Salaam adopted in order to make the audience understand that what I am about to tell you is extremely important. 
In other words, hold on to this, practice upon this. So what was it? Antawadu. Allah said, Allah sent wahi upon me to command you at all times to adopt humility. Adopt tawadu. Be humble, lower yourself. As we mentioned, tawadu one is before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be humble before Allah. And it has a much more broader meaning to be humble in dealing with your fellow human being. And then Nabi Salaam went on to elaborate. Obviously, when we talk of humility, there are levels of humility. A person can be humble, then a person can be extremely humble. So Allah's Nabi Salaam said, Allah has sent wahi upon me, commanded me to tell you, Antawadu, be humble, adopt humility, hatta to such a level, to such an extent. What extent? La yafkhar ahadun ala ahad. No one amongst you should have fakhr and pride over the next person. No one amongst you should consider himself to be superior to the next person. I mean, we talk of superiority. There are certain elements that lead to this concept or idea forming within a person's heart that somehow or the other, I am superior to the next person. Amongst these elements are, Allah can I mention a person's financial status. Sometimes somebody is richer than the next person, so he feels that now this somehow or the other makes me superior to the next person. Or sometimes a person's language, person's background, person's lineage, etc. So all Islam has come, like we mentioned the hadith the other day, which Ghaliba Nabi Wasallam said at the time of Hajjatul Wada, at the time of the at, at time of Fatih Makkah, the conquest of Makkah, we said, Inna Allaha adhaba ankum aybatal jahiliya wa ta'adhumaha bi abaiha wa ummahatiha. Verily, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Islam has destroyed this concept or idea of ignorance that any one of you, because of your family lineage or because of your financial status or any of these outward things can be superior one over the other. Kullukum banu Adam. Every one of you are the children of Adam and Adam al-Islam was made from, from sand. The only, basis that, the only basis of superiority that Islam recognizes inna akramakum indallahi atqaakum. The most honored amongst you, the most elevated amongst you is the one who has the most taqwa and piety. Financial status, color, race, language, all these things in the eyes of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are no basis of superiority one over the other. And then there is even more dangerous, even more dangerous concept or idea that leads to sometimes a person thinking that he's superior than the next person. More dangerous than financial wealth or color or race or language, etc., is a person's piety. Sometimes a person's good quality, his nakis, his piety, his obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, somehow the other plants the seed in his heart that somehow the other I am superior than, than the next person. I can look down upon the next person. This is much more dangerous than any other means. Why? Because this is something that shaitan places a cloak over a person. A person feels that it's okay. 
I'm very dindar, mashallah. I read a lot of Quran. I go a lot in tabligh. I read a lot of zikr of Allah. So I look at that person. He's like this. He's like, mashallah, I've got a nice dari. He's got no sunnah on him. Person's taqwa, piety sometimes causes kibar, pride, to enter the heart. This is what ulama Ikram refer to as uj. Uj is where a person regards himself to be superior than the next person because of his piety and dindari. So Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah sent revelation upon me to command you that be humble. There's no basis to such an extent, la yafkhar ahadun ala ahad. No one should feel amongst you that he is superior to the next person. If you look in the lives of the salaf salihin ulama ikram say, kana min adati salaf. It was the practice of the salaf salihin Yaj'al man huwa asghar minhu mithlu ibnihi, wa man huwa akbar minhu mithlu abihi, wa man huwa mithluhu mithlu akhihi. That they practiced upon this to such a level that you, you find that the people that you come into contact with generally will fall into one of three categories. Sometimes the person is older than you, sometimes the person is younger than you, or sometimes the person is your contemporary of the same age. So ulama say that it was of the practice of the salaf salihin our pious predecessors, that anybody that was older than them, regardless of his color, regardless of his language, regardless of his financial status, if he was older, they would treat him like they would treat their parents. If he was younger, they would treat him like they would treat their son or their child. And if he was of the similar age, a contemporary, then they would treat him as they would treat their brother. And then ulama go on further to illustrate and explain this. They say the person that was older, like I said, people will fall into one of three categories, either older than you or younger than you or the same age or contemporary. So if he was older, they would look at that person Nadratu ikram wa ijlal with honor. They would look at him with honor, look at him with respect. Anybody that was older than them. And anybody that was younger than them, Ishfa Nadratu Ishfaqin wa Rahma. They would look at him like you would look at your own child, with shafaqa, with rahmat, with mercy, with compassion. And if it was his brother, Nadratu Musawat, the person who is in similar age or his contemporary, they would look at him as somebody that is their equal. In other words, La yafkhar ahadun ala ahad. No, in no instance or no circumstance would they consider themselves to be superior to the next person. This is what the essence of tawadu and humility is in dealing with our fellow Muslim. The hadith goes on, حَتَّى لَا يَفْخَرْ أَحَدٌ عَلَىٰ أَحَدٌ وَلَا يَبْغِي أَحَدٌ عَلَىٰ أَحَدٌ No one amongst you should consider himself to be superior to the next person, nor should he oppress the next person in any way. Because once you open the door to this, that I am superior somehow or the other, that leads to oppression. That leads to giving you the idea or the concept or the seed forming in the heart. Because I am superior, he is inferior to me, I can do with him as I wish. So, لا يبغي أحدٌ لا أحد. Because Islam teaches us that relationships, one with the other, should be based on love, should be based on softness and kindness. Rather than 
pride and arrogance. No one should boast one over the other. And the hadith also teaches us, one, do not boast, la yafkhar, and do not commit injustice. Don't oppress the next person. Islam, the essence of Islam is akhlaq, is character. In fact, a Muslim, when he will imbibe within himself these qualities, he becomes a magnet. People are automatically attracted towards Islam. What this hadith teaches us, a Muslim is someone who is not proud, he's not arrogant, he doesn't transgress upon others. He, he deals with his fellow human beings with love, with kindness, with compassion. Whoever he comes into contact with. And we find that this was the essence and akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One more point which ulama Ikram mentioned when it comes to tawadu, humility. They say it's very, very important that we adopt humility for the correct reasons also. Sometimes a person is humble for Allah's sake. Like we say, and the he finishes himself inside that I am nothing, I am no one. Allah is everything. Everyone who I come into contact with is better than me. Doesn't look down upon anyone. These are for the correct reason. Sometimes, sometimes a person exhibits humility because he's got some other maqsad and purpose. Especially with the rich, with the powerful, with those that are the upper echelons of society. You find a lot of people that ingratiate themselves with them by exhibiting outward humility because they have a worldly maqsad and object. This also is very dangerous. This is not tawadu. This is not humility. In fact, in fact, we find that in, the, in one narration it comes, man لِغِنَاهُ That that person who will humble himself before a rich person, somebody who is powerful or somebody who is holds a higher social status than himself. He humbles mantawada. He has, he has humility. He humbles himself. He lowers himself before. But the objective is to ingratiate himself with that person. To get closer to that person so that he can benefit from his financial status or position. Score points, etc. Then the warning comes in the hadith of Rasulullah one riwayat. He will lose two-thirds of his deen and akhlaq. Two-thirds of his deendari, his piety will be lost just by doing that. Because such a person who ingratiates himself, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will disgrace him. If a person humbles himself for the correct reasons, for Allah's sake, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will elevate such a person. Allah gives